To get their new year-long national series off the ground, High Limit hired experienced hands away from the world of outlaws. Today, we'll talk through who the outlaws got to replace those employees, plus what to watch this weekend and more. Let's go. It's Thursday, February 29th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We crossed over 29,000 YouTube subscribers yesterday. Thank you all for that number. If you are one of the 55% of my viewers over the last month who aren't subscribed to the channel, hitting that subscribe button and getting the channel notifications is free. Doing so will keep you informed on future episodes and new content. I know we're at this moment in time uh, where everything is a monthly subscription that costs money, but the YouTube channel and podcast doesn't cost a single dollar. Don't let that word subscribe sway you. It's more like a follow on other social media platforms. Besides YouTube, you can also listen to the daily shows across podcast places like Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. And if you or someone you know is hard of hearing and wants to tune in, dirttracker.com slash daily has full transcripts for every show so you can read everything I've said each day. So like I said, if you're hard of hearing, you can still tune into the show even if you can't watch or listen. Uh, earlier this morning, episode two of the 410 Sprint Car Build Series with Zach Hampton was posted to the YouTube channel. Check that out when you get a chance. Uh, Zach continues work on the interior, including the dash, the fire bottle, and more. You can also still go back and watch episode one at any time as well. In this video series, Zach is basically showing us every nut and bolt necessary to build a sprint car from the bare frame up. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, I know some folks mentioned Zach's usage of the word um uh, in that first episode. But don't worry, that is cleared up for episode two and it won't be a problem in future videos. Uh, in the lead up to the 2024 sprint car season, we documented the various employees that flipped from the World of Outlaws side to high limit. That included more high profile hires like Mike Hess for competition and announcers Chase Rodman and Tony Laporta. By the time it was all said and done, the total list was six with one I wasn't actually aware of initially in series official Cody Hewson. But if you were going to start a national sprint car series and you needed a bunch of employees, what best to do than to go raid the top uh, series in the country? We knew that Rodman was replaced as pit reporter on the Dirt Vision side by Connor Wade, but those other holes uh, as outlaw officials and some of those other uh, employees were still in question. Uh, Laporta's content role is in the process of being filled and Anthony Carini's timing and scoring spot now has a new face in Blaze Studel. Eloy Gutierrez, though, still around to advise on scoring. He's got decades of experience. If you're curious about Eloy, great story. Go find uh, the Open Red episode we did with him several years ago. On the official side, Mark Walsh is back, and that's a name and a face that many competitors know and will remember. He was previously a longtime World of Outlaws official and will bring stability and familiarity to that spot. There won't be any transition necessary for Mark. Uh, he'll just jump right in and get to work. Don't forget, too, the Outlaws added a paramedic to their traveling staff to run the new safety truck that will be at all events. The big hole, though, for the Outlaws was at race director with the departure of Hess. Don Graby, previously an Outlaw race director, he returned to finish out the 2023 season, filled, uh, filling that seat left by Hess. Uh, Graby was back at Volusia during Dirt Car Nationals, running driver's meetings and sitting in the tower. But it's my understanding he's likely not the guy going forward. An internal hire from World Racing Group's Northeast Operations is in line for that role, but there are some hurdles to clear before that happens. I'll share more on that once things become official on that front. Things ran smoothly from what I could tell at Volusia, and I wouldn't expect any different going forward. 
Uh, a quick side note as well from World Racing Group, the World of Outlaws late models also have a new race director this season. Mitch Hedstrom takes over that role uh, under series director Steve Francis. Eric Grigsby was previously the late model race director, but he's moved to a new role within World Racing Group. Uh, plenty of experience on that late model staff as well with Francis and Kenny Canada leading the tech side. Uh, also, we talked about the one-inch sprint car wicker bills earlier this week on a daily show and headed back to Volusia on Sunday and Monday. The Word of Outlaws are keeping that one-inch wicker in place. Uh, I said a few days ago that I wasn't sure what their plan was going forward, but we know now that they are going to keep that one-inch wicker. We know this uh, kind of continues to be an experiment and the series may continue to use it for several races before making a final decision about any actual rules changes. The jury, though, does remain out on whether the drivers think this was a good move or not. Uh, we talked about uh, public comments from Cole Macedo and Parker Price Miller and other drivers I spoke with at Golden Isles had kind of similar feelings. Uh, it sounds like High Limit also will follow the Outlaws lead on this into the future, uh, ensuring their full timers an equal shot at racers, uh, races where they join up. If you think about if High Limit has a different set of rules and those guys go run with the Outlaws, the setup information, the things that they've gotten comfortable with, they're not going to really translate. Those guys are going to start out programs kind of on the back foot. So it makes a lot of sense for local divisions, other series to run similar uh, for, to run similar rules just to keep everybody on the same page. Uh, looking around the country over the next few days, there is plenty of racing to check out. Uh, we'll wait and talk uh, Outlaws at Volusia on the Sunday show since that race doesn't happen until uh, Sunday and Monday. In the Southeast, the spring national season starts with a trio of races in Georgia. Tonight, it's $7,500 to win at Waycross. Friday's $10,000 to win at Swainsboro, and Saturday is another $10,000 to win at Sonoya. Waycross is a new one on the schedule for the uh, Spring Nationals. The other two are regular stop. Brandon Overton won the last two Spring Nationals at Swainsboro, while uh, Will Harrington was the Sonoya winner in 2023. Dale McDowell is the winningest driver in the history of Ray Cook Spring Nationals, and Carson Ferguson is the two-time and defending series champion. Just a few names to expect at all or some of these races this weekend include Brandon Overton, Zach Mitchell, Ryan Gustin, Donald McIntosh, Peyton Freeman, Clay Harris, Clay Knight, and Ethan Dodson. All three, uh, all three spring national shows will stream live on Flow Racing. Uh, also in the Southeast this weekend, the Southern All-Stars have two shows. They're going to race Saturday at North Alabama for $5,000, and then they are sanctioning the Sunday super late model portion of Cherokee Speedway's March Madness. That Sunday show is a very nice 20000 to win. March Madness usually draws in the big names, and I would expect a lot of guys that run the spring nationals to then come to Cherokee on Sunday. Uh, this weekend uh, won't be any different in terms of those big names expected as well. Some of those guys that we know are going to race include Chris Madden, Brandon Overton, Chris and Carson Ferguson, and plenty more. Uh, at this race last year, we had fireworks between Madden and Overton, little pit area scuffle. Uh, if you might remember, we did use that as the uh, thumbnail for a video a year ago. I don't see a streaming option for the Southern All-Stars at North Alabama, but Cherokee will be live uh, over on Hunt the Front TV. In Indiana, the Northern All-Stars Late Model Series from James Essex gets going on Saturday at Brownstown. They've got $5,000 to win. Uh, that series has seven events on its 2024 schedule. This Northern All-Stars brand kind of being resurrected here. Uh, they're going to have two other races this season at Brownstown, plus Florence, Circle City, Lawrenceburg, and Ponderosa. You can watch that one live over at Dirt 2 Media if you cannot get there. And on the sprint car side, we've lost the USCS weekend at Hattiesburg to weather. Uh, that one has been rescheduled, I believe, for next week. And then the Silver Cup uh, at Silver Dollar Speedway in California is canceled. Uh, they had a lot of rain. That facility uh, not ready, says Brad Sweet. There is 410 wing racing uh, at Hunt County and Kennedale Speedway Park uh, Friday and Saturday. That is with the ASCS Elite Outlaw Sprint Cars. This is not the ASCS National Tour. That's 360s. This is 410s. 
Uh, that's Elite Outlaw Sprint Cars. Both of those races are 4,000 to win. Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know what your uh, racing plans are for the weekend and any win picks you've got. Uh, curious to see what you guys got going on. All right, that's it for the daily show this week. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com and check out the streaming schedule and to see the latest dirt racing news. Hope you guys have a great Thursday out there. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. <laughs>